but I can't call until the Lord places somebody on my heart and tells me to call them. Lord laid him on her heart here the other week. I called him this week and asked him if he could come tonight. So let's let's pray for this young man. I love him. I love his family. I went to church with him for a long time, from the time he was just a little boy up till, till now. And I've seen the love of, of God in his life. And I appreciate God uh, calling him to preach. appreciate him uh, uh, what he's doing in his life and using him. And tonight as he comes, let's pray for him. Hold him up before the Lord and let's hear what the Lord has for us to hear tonight. You come on, my Lord, brother. Thankful to be here this evening. Most of all, I'm thankful that I'm born again. Thankful that I wasn't left alone. Whenever I was in darkness, he come my way and he found me. I didn't have to find him, he found me. And I'm thankful for that. But I was thinking earlier as we was in church this morning and I started thinking and thanking the Lord as I was sitting there. I said, thank you, Lord, for giving me a mom and daddy that put me in church and raised me up the right way. Uh, but we, we went down to pray and whenever we went to pray, I remembered as a little boy whenever we'd go out there and during the fall time, it'd be about bear season and we'd go and we'd go bear hunting. And I remember how... To me, how good of a sound it was to be down there in the holler and hear them dogs running up through the holler there. And it was just, a, to, to me, that was a pretty sound. Uh, and it still is. But, you know, whenever we would go bear hunting, we'd always have a time. We'd always have a time where we'd have a bunch of people come together. And we'd all get down there and we'd eat. And then they'd go to singing. Whenever they'd go to singing, people would come down and they'd hit their knees and they'd go to praying down there in that little holler, and you could just hear the prayer echoing all around you. I remember that as a little boy that's embedded in me, uh, that I was raised up the right way. But I remember a time whenever I was in darkness, lost, dying, and going to hell, but He come my way and saved my lost and dying soul. And I'm thankful for that. Uh, thankful for everything that He's done for me. Uh, he's brought me through many valleys. Uh, carried me across the mountain tops. He's been there for me when I felt like I had nobody. Uh, he's been right there. He has never left me nor forsake me. No. But I'm a new creature this evening because he come by my way Amen. at the age of eight years old, sitting in the back of Bethesda Baptist Church. Uh, I knew that I was lost, dying and going to hell, and I something come over me that if I didn't go to that altar, uh, that I would never get another chance. And about that time, I come up and I come down and I hit my knees and I asked Mom, I said, would you get the church to come pray with me? And here they all come and I got down there and prayed and I asked the Lord to save me. Uh, But whenever I was sitting back there in the back, I was lost in darkness. But whenever I come up here to the front, I I found the light. Amen. Amen, Uh, He he, he lightened my soul whenever I was lost in sin. This old inward, uh, uh, this old body, this old flesh. uh, It was was just mean and evil. But I'm thankful that He saved my lost and dying soul. Uh, If you got your Bibles, we'll be in 1 John. (laughs) Right here in the first chapter. And we'll start with the first verse. I don't know where we'll go with this. We might read it and sit down. But uh, the Lord laid this on our heart as we study it a little bit today. 
And I'm so thankful that He did because I, I, it just brought me back. A lot of times I forget about where I come from and I just think about where I'm at. But a lot of times it's good to just sit down and think about where we've come from instead of just sitting there and looking at where we're at and thinking, oh, well, we've got it made. But there was a time, youngs, whenever you was lost, dying and going to hell and you knew it. Uh, And there's some of us that have sat and we tried to play church and tried to uh, slip by without anybody knowing. But I'll tell you right now, you can hide for a little bit. uh, uh, But soon enough, your true colors will come out. uh, And people will begin to realize uh, uh, that you walk in darkness. Uh, Honey, and all I ask you right now uh, is that if you're lost, dying and going to hell, all you got to do is come. uh, And He'll save your soul. Uh, But we read right here in the first verse, He said, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have we handled the word of life. Uh, for the life was uh, was manifested, uh, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life which... Uh, which was with the Father and uh, was ma- was manifested unto us. Uh, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. And these things which we these things which write we unto you that uh, your joy may be full. Uh, this then is the message which we have heard. Of uh, of him and declare unto unto you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. I read that uh, this uh, earlier today, and whenever I was reading that. Uh, I got to thinking about how uh, whenever you're lost, uh, your light doesn't shine through. Amen. Uh, a good tree's going to bear good fruit, and a bad tree's going to bear bad fruit. Uh, but I remember as a young boy being raised up, I would sit there in services, and I'd see everybody coming up to the altar and getting something out of the service. And I'd sit there, and I'd wonder, why, Lord, am I not getting anything out of this little boy? And I'd say, well, Lord, why am I not getting anything out of this? Lord, I want what they got. Uh, And I'd sit there and I'd wonder why a lot of times. And I'd ask God why. Uh, But then I realized that I was lost, dying and going to hell. And I come to the Lord at the age of eight years old. And then a few weeks later, we went up there to Drive Creek. That's where it all happened. Uh, I would sit there and I'd ask the Lord why. Whenever we go up there, why do they have such a good time and rejoice in the Lord? And I sit here just wondering why I can't feel you, Lord. And then we went back to church and we got saved. And a few weeks later, we went back out there to Dry Creek. And I got to worship with everybody. I got to get right there in the middle of everybody and cry and tears run down my face. I got to get there in the midst of everybody and just thank the Lord for saving my soul. Why? Because I got what some what the world needs. And that's God. Amen. This whole world that we live in, it's dark. It's an awful place that we live in. But honey, I'm thankful that there's a God that can. And that's willing and that's able. Honey, but it's going to start with the church. Getting in here and getting down on our knees and praying earnestly for this whole world. 
world that we live in. Like I said, I don't know where this will go. We're just going to have to wait and see and find out. But we'll read on down here. If we can figure out exactly where we was at again, we'll start right here in 5. He said, This then is the message which we have heard of Him and declare unto you that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in light and He is the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, He will... He will. He is faithful and just unto forgive. If we for, if we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, you might be sitting there today and you might be uh, wanting what everybody else has got. Uh, all you got to do is humble yourself and come down here before Christ and 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 repent. Uh, they said this. They said this morning. I can't remember exactly what he stated. Uh, uh, but he was talking about faith. Uh, honey, you have faith and you come down here to this old-fashioned altar uh, and you cry out unto the Lord with a contrite spirit and a broken heart. Uh, uh, you'll get things fixed up. I promise you. Uh, honey, you'll no longer live in darkness. Uh, you'll no longer live in fear. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, I'm ready for this whole world to be over with. Uh, I'm ready for the Lord to just come on back and take me out of here. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, uh, if it was for him coming by and saving my soul. Uh, I'd be scared and I'd be a man most miserable. Uh, I've heard Dan say it many times sitting in church whenever they was talking about his cancer and they told him that he had cancer. Uh, I'll never forget it, brother. You sat there and he said, I want the doctor come in and he gave him the news. And he looked at him and he looked at that doctor and he said, don't worry about me. Don't worry about it. I'm alright. I know where I'm going. I don't have to worry about a thing. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you this evening, can you say the same thing? Amen. If you're laying on your deathbed right now and, and you felt and you knew that it wasn't going to be much longer yeah. until you was going to pass on out of this yeah. world, could you say it's alright? I don't have a worry in the world. Or would you be laying there scared to death of what tomorrow might bring? I'll tell you right now, oh, honey, if you're living in darkness uh, and you was laying on your deathbed, uh, you'd be scared to death. Uh, but honey, if you come to Him this evening and you fall upon your face and then something was to happen in your life, I promise you, you'll not fear death ever again. I've never one time feared death since I was eight years old. And I believe with everything in me, I'll never fear death again. I used to say, there sometimes and think, Lord, what is there to come after this life? Lord, why, why do I feel the way that I feel? Why am I scared uh, to, to pass on out of here? And me just thinking this at a young age at eight years old. Uh, but honey, I got born again and I come to the light and I come to Jesus and I've not one time feared tomorrow. I've not one time feared what tomorrow might bring. And I'm thankful for that. Uh, but he's been so good to me. 
He's never left me nor forsake me. Like the brother read earlier, I'm a new creature because He saved my lost and dying soul. I don't have to worry. Amen. They sing a song about that. I I don't have to worry since Jesus saved my soul. I don't have to worry. Hell is not my home. I'm thankful that hell is not my home. But we read here and we talk about how people live in darkness and that people go around and they say that they're not sinful, that they're perfect. There's people in this world that think that they're perfect. And I want to tell you right now, if you think that you're perfect, you got something else coming. And I'll tell you right now, because there's one person, one man that's perfect, and that's Jesus. Come to this whole sinful world. Amen. Come to this whole sinful world in man's image. Honey, we talked about it in the prayer room and uh, uh, fault temptation. Uh, the, uh, a brother said it best earlier. Uh, he said, uh, the Lord come to this world uh, with temptation. But all he had to say was one word and it would have all been over with. Uh, knowing that he was coming to die for mine and your sins and all he had to do was say one thing and it was all done. It was all over with. Uh, but he didn't. And I'd say, use uh, right. Uh, honey, that was the biggest temptation uh, that he had while he was down here on, on this earth. But I'll tell you right now, he done it uh, for you and for me. And I'd say if he had to, he'd do it again. Uh, but he don't have to because the first time sealed it all. I was bought with a price. Amen. Uh, paid with blood. Amen. Uh, from my Lord and Savior. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, there was a time whenever I was living in darkness. And I might not remember much about it. But I've got friends that are living in darkness. Uh, they want to come to church and they'll testify and it'll be the prettiest testimony that you've ever heard in your life. And they know what they're doing is wrong. But then they get back out there in this old rugged world and they go to smoking joints and doing drugs and drinking alcohol. Uh, but Sunday morning comes around and they're sitting there in the pew thinking that everything's alright. And then uh, something will come by and the Lord will get a hold of them. And you'll see tears running down their face. And I've seen it before where they'll get in there and the power of God coming through so good. And they'll stand up and they'll walk out and they'll get in their vehicle and they'll drive on down the road. Uh, but honey, I'm praying for them that one day the Lord will save them and take them out of darkness. Uh, but it's been mentioned we need to pray for the lost uh, because they're living in darkness. Amen. Darkness is a scary thing. I say it all the time. And we'll say it one more time. Uh, honey, but pride. Pride will keep you in darkness. Amen. Uh, pride will keep you in darkness. Pride will keep you from getting to where you need to be with the Lord. Pride will get you, uh, will keep you from uh, following what the Lord has placed in your life. And pride will get you nothing uh, but hell. Amen. Uh, if you're sitting there and you're lost, dying and going to hell, and you got pride, and you say, well, I wonder if somebody think bad about me. No, they won't. They just want you to stop living in darkness. They want you to come up here and get down on your knees and find the light and live as if... 
as the Lord would have you live and do what God's called you to do and do what the Lord has put in your life and placed in front of you. But I'll tell you right now, if you sit there and cry, all you'll do, all you're doing is sending yourself to hell. And I'll tell you right now, I pray that if that's what you're doing, uh, that it comes all over you and you're a man most miserable and if you go home tonight uh, without coming up here to this altar uh, and getting bored again and you're living in darkness uh, I pray that the Lord deal with you and I pray that the Lord stay on you uh, that you lay in your bed at night uh, scared to death uh, scared of most men miserable uh, and I pray that eventually you'll get tired of that and you'll want what everybody else is here and here is God. And you'll say, Lord, I want what they got. Lord, I trust You. Lord, I believe in You. Lord, I feel You knocking on my heart's door. Lord, I want to come to You. Lord, and get born again. Lord, I believe. Lord, I confess with my tongue. Lord, and I say it with my mouth. Lord, I believe in You. That's all you got to do this, this evening is believe. And you'll come out of that dark pit that you're in. Oh, honey, and if you're in that valley and you're in that valley and you say, well, I've had somebody tell me this not too long ago. I talked to them and they said, well, the Lord won't save me. I've done too much bad in my life. You're wrong. Amen. Don't matter what kind of drugs you've done, what kind of crimes you've committed. Honey, if you're living in darkness and the Lord's knocking on your heart's door, just come to Him. It don't matter what you've done in a past life. It don't matter what you've done. It don't matter where you've been. It don't matter what crowd you used to run around with. It don't matter what you used to say. don't matter what kind of drink that you used to drink. Honey, God, a lot of friends that uh, would tell you right now uh, um, they've bad on alcohol and everything else, but they'd come to you right now and say that they thought the same thing, that they was too mean and that they was too dark for the Lord to save them. Uh, but they come to church one day uh, and the Lord started knocking on their heart's door. Uh, even after all the bad that they had done, uh, the Lord brought them out of that darkness and brought them into the light and gave them fellowship with the brother. Amen. Uh, that's another thing that I want to touch on. A lot of times we go through this world and we're in fellowship with the Lord. And then a lot of times when something might happen and we slip up and we fall short. I do that all the time. I come up and I fall short and I lose fellowship with my God. But I'll tell you right now, if you feel that you're out of fellowship with God and it's a bothering you, just come up here and you ask the Lord to forgive you. I've had to do it many times. A lot of times I get tired of telling the Lord that I'm sorry. I really do. I get tired of telling the Lord, well, Lord, I fell short once again. Lord, if you would, forgive. I get tired of doing that. A lot of times I do. But whenever I lose fellowship with my Lord, I lose fellowship with my brothers and my sisters in Christ. And I've, told, I've said that to Mama and Daddy many times before, if I could quit my job right now and just be around God's people and be in fellowship with them and make, my, and make it good and the Lord take care of me, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Why? Because 
because I love to be in fellowship with my Lord. But not only do I like to be in fellowship with my Lord, I like to be in fellowship with my brethren. Uh, honey, but I'll tell you right now, if you're living in darkness, and we're going to say it again and again, if you're living in darkness, dying and going to hell, you'll never know what that fellowship is like until you come and you get born again. It's as simple as that. All you got to do is come. If He's calling on you this evening, why don't you just come? Amen. If you're sitting there fighting pride, I pray that you get over that pride. And if you're sitting there and you don't move, and this church service ends as they come get us all. If you're sitting here and this church service ends, and, 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 and you leave here, I pray that when you get home and you lay your head down on your pillow tonight, that you can't sleep awake. I pray that whenever you get out of here and you're riding down the road, that the Lord aren't dealing with you. And that you have to pull over on the side of the road and call somebody and say, I need you to pray with me. I'm lost, dying, and going to hell. I've seen it happen many times. Get out of a church service and somebody get going down the road. I'll say this and we'll quit. But we's out there, as I was talking at the beginning, and we's at bar camp. That's what we call it. And they got out there and they went to singing these songs. And there's a fella that I'd known for many years. He was in his 20s. We had a dog that day that got way out of there, way, way away from us, and we couldn't catch it. So we left it in there and we come back to the camp so we could eat. And whenever we got back to the camp, we finished eating. And they began to sing. And they started, to, and when church broke out there while we was at that camp, just around this old little old campfire. See, God will visit with you anywhere. It don't, you don't have to be in church. Uh, but we were there around that campfire and they began to sing and Daddy started uh, on my hopes in the blood. And I, I saw that boy. Uh, I and you pray for him. He's struggling right now, but uh, I know the Lord saved him. But I watched him. He went around the camp uh, and he got in his little hunting truck uh, and he went on down the road. Uh, oh, he got down there to about the bridge. You could see his headlights. And he cut it around. He turned around and he come in there. Whenever he did, he come in on two wheels. And he got out of that truck. And it was pouring rain. Lightning flashing and everything else. But we're still right there just having a good old-fashioned church service. I'll never forget him getting out of that truck and walking over there with big tears running out of his eyes. And he fell down right there in the mud and everything else. And he got born again. Uh, come out of darkness and entered into the light. Uh, and I remember him. He stood up and he said, "Young," he said, I was driving down through there. He said, that dog fixing to come out the road. He said, I got down there to the bridge. And he said, whenever I got to the bridge, he said something told me that I needed to turn around or I wouldn't have made it back that night. And he said, that's how close I was to death. Close that I was to hell. He said, I was right there on the edge. And he said, if I would have said no, and I would have kept on going after that dog. He said, something would have happened to me. He said, I don't know what it would have been. He said, but something would have happened to me. I'd have died and I'd have went to hell and he turned that truck around and he come back. All you got to do is say yes this evening. That's all you got to do. And you'll come out of that darkness that you're living in. And you'll enter into the heavenly kingdom. And you'll get to be in fellowship with the Lord and with the brethren. And I'll tell you right now, there's nothing like it if you just come. That's all you got to do is come. And you'll, you'll, you'll leave that old sinful life that you used to live. 
and, and you'll be a new creature as it was said earlier. I'm so thankful that God made me a new creature. Knocked on my heart's door and saved me from an awful, awful hell. I'm thankful this morning, this evening. But all you got to do is say yes. And He'll save you. I promise you He will. That's no lie. I've seen it happen time and time again. You just come get a song, brother. I'm done. I know it wasn't much and we might have been all over the place, but that's what the Lord sent us. But, uh, honey, all you got to do is just come to Him this evening. And He'll save your lost and dying soul. I don't want to see nobody go to hell. Nobody. Not, I wouldn't, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have many enemies. I try to be nice to everybody that I come encounter with. There's a lot of times where I have a bad attitude about some things. But that's just the flesh. But I'll tell you right now, not on my worst enemy would I wish hell upon them. And that means I don't wish hell upon anybody. If you're lost, dying and going to hell, I pray that you'd come this evening. Amen. Let's all stand.